Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Review Crew on the Record Players podcast today. We're going to be looking at Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, the latest album from Little Sims. If you have a comment about the album yourself, if you agree or disagree with anything we're saying, drop us a comment down below. If you like what we're doing in the videos, give us a like and a subscription. Otherwise, give us a thumbs down and we'll come and fight you in the comments. <laughs> anymore, let's get into it. So, there's a lot of different material on this album, and something that I uh, wasn't necessarily expecting from Little Sims. I've been a fan of Little Sims for a while now. Uh, I've listened to a fair amount of her releases. I wouldn't say I'm a religious follower, but it's always I'm always interested when I hear that something new's coming out. Uh, so, what's your kind of backgrounds listening to Little Sims? Go to you first, Hadi. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't really uh, aware of her as an artist till uh, her previous album, uh, Grey Area, um, and I had that recommended to me, and I, I thought it was sick. Uh, you know, it was a really kind of tight, concise album, quite stripped down production-wise, uh, but yeah, she's she's a great rapper, and, and that definitely turned me on to her. Um, this album it was different in a lot of ways. It's it, As opposed to it being a kind of stripped-down, short, concise bit of work, this is spread and huge on the production level so i was i was quite surprised with the shift she did uh mm. musically on this yeah yeah there's a lot to break down uh beats wise with it as well uh what about you dennis yeah i kind of came same with harry i uh, came into little sims through gray area play that to death uh the um the uh, single off it offense just sick just so sick and over the years um just got to love more and more of the tracks on there uh and tried to follow i think she released another ep a follow-up ep uh after that as well um yeah uh, my initial thoughts of this album is sort of similar to hattie is that gray area was like a tight 10 track focused project whereas this seems to be more of um more of uh her really sort of expressing herself it's it's more of a more of an album uh more of a uh yeah her putting as many different ideas as she can um out there it's 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 trying to be like epic conceptual you know especially with like the the interludes that have the kind of you know yeah. almost like ties each track together yeah. yeah with um who was it that you guys were talking about who's done some of the production for this inflow inflow yeah yeah I think, can, I think he's the primary producer on no but I you can you can tell those tracks with the the kind of huge orchestration have been kind of peppered in enough to make it uh, a cohesive like run through sound of the album yeah um for me i'm i'm more familiar with the stuff like you're saying like the kind of stripped back chilled out hip hop vibe which is very uh uh, very British and for a long time I've thought like Little Sims has been a really good example of what English artists can do with that heavy hip-hop influence and like giving it a very London sound and having it be very referential but also very British and kind of unique because of that sense uh, to you guys I, I well I, I got little bits when I was listening to this where I was thinking this wouldn't necessarily have to have been a British artist making this 
removing lyrics from it for a second because a lot of what she talks about is is still very rooted in that kind of you can very relatable for people living in england uh but did you guys get that same kind of like i don't know like i i feel quite almost like a bit like like national pride about listening to a great british artist did you guys get that similar feeling uh with this album or not you you mean like you could put like a fit an American artist or someone from uh, kind of anywhere really yeah, onto you, the, you this production and it would work in yeah, any context? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I think the production's next level. Like even you know you you, re- <laughs> I'll have to chastise you because you referred to it as like the beats. I don't even think you can call most of these beats. They're like full on you know compositions. That, uh, you know the yeah. Is do you, just do you just find... the depth to the instru- the instrumentation with all the orchestras, uh, you know, and everything. It's it's next do level. Do you find beats? Uh... A, a derogatory term <laughs> someone triggered no Do you think I that's a I, lower quality thing I, I i just i just think it's the wrong terminology for what i was hearing on this album because because we should sorry, point I'd, out. I'd, I'd, I'd agree for some of the tracks yeah for stuff like especially the things happening under the interludes where it's literally or the or the beginning to introvert where it's literally just an uh, orchestral piece of music yeah but even if, if even if you have like if you have a full orchestra playing and then you stick some like underneath it it's a beat at that point once it's got that drum beat once it's got the driving rhythm yeah. for me i'd classify that as a beat but i wouldn't ever I mean, like, I... say that in is is a to me that's not put bringing it down to a like a lower thing no, you know what i, mean? I... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to die on a hill over the terminology. I guess it's just like the inflow. Uh, he he to me on comes off of this album as like a perfect example of like someone I would consider a producer. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah, the we... fact. It, and they love the fact it was like a one to one pairing with an artist and and one producer. But if if like if you say, oh, he's a beat maker, nah. Like the le- the the level that he went to to kind of craft the instrumentation that she's going over is like so commendable. Yeah, we should give this guy his props. Out. Like Inflow is part of Salt, which is like mm-hmm. a collective that uh, in 2020 they released um, the double album Untitled Rise and Untitled Black Is. I would call those like compositions. I mean, sure, they're, they're projects involving multiple artists. And I think Salt itself, they like their privacy. So they're not like, they don't like advertise exactly who they are. Mm. But I think. Well, we should I also think, point I think, out. I think another, uh, the feature on track to Cleo Soul, I think she's part of she Soul supposed to be. She, ah. Cleo Soul's sick, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys yeah. haven't heard her solo stuff, it is sick. That was, one of, that really, was really one of the things that hit me most on first listen to the album. Was, yeah, that was a fantastic. I was like, that was perfect choice of feature for that track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Info. I, think, I think she was on She was on the, the grey area as well on a track. Was a single, but anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. She's just a sick artist. Inflow produced Grey Area as well, and that's mad. That's mad because of how exactly. different it sounds. Yeah, if you, I think you, 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 what you're hearing is like his, um, his like uh, development as a producer, which is why I think Jack, you should give him props mm. as as a as a bona fide producer I'm, now. I'm, and I'm not slating him. <laughs> I'm not saying anything <laughs> negative about it. I'm just saying I wouldn't like. I'm not drawing a line between using the term beat or or calling someone a composer. I think if mm. if you are a beat maker, you are a composer. That was my that was all I was it was like just clarifying the language of like yeah. Where, where's there, there, there's it, nothing if there is one. There's there's nothing not. wrong with people that 
I was going to say there's nothing wrong with producers that, that are just like beat makers. I guess it's just a nudge in like the work that was done on this is something that I don't hear often. And, you know, on the conversation we were having off stream before this about like high art, you know, at least on the, mm. on the production space, this is a, a perfect example of that. Anyway, I feel like we, we could have a, our own discussion off, uh, off air about that. Cause that sounds like it's <laughs> quite an interesting and long winded topic for us to get into. But, uh, we we hear um, lots of different influences on here. So we've got like uh, we've got all the orchestral stuff we've gone through. We've got the chilled beats and stuff that we're kind of used to. We've also got more kind of modern uh, stuff. So on tracks like uh, I Love Beat. You, I Hate You, um, Speed, yeah, on uh, a few of the other tracks, like Protect My Energy a little bit, we get a bit more of the kind of electronic sound versus the kind of soulful mm. sound on some other tracks which one of those would you think or which one of those do you think is kind of the stronger showing for little sims well so so i'll jump in on that so i i found very little that i disliked with this album a matter of fact i don't think there was a, a song i'm excluding the interludes but i think there was a song that i disliked but if i had to draw on a weak point I did find the tracks that were kind of more stripped back and like modern sounding. So Speed, Rolling Stone were two examples. Didn't feel like they 100% fitted. Like I, I enjoyed listening to them mm. on their own and they thought well, they, they were decent tracks. But when you compare that to like the 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 epicness of like, uh, you know, tracks like Introvert or uh, Standing Ovation that are so orchestral heavy and they've got like tempo changes, everything drops out and builds back in. I'm kind of like, when she does go back to those tracks that, you know, something like Speed could have fit on Grey Area. But on this album, I was like, hmm, does does this work? Did this need to be included? And again, they're not bad tracks, but it does have an odd contrast with uh, how layered uh, some of the other ones are, or, or the majority of the album is. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was that was something that was a little sticking point to me. But I don't, I don't dislike the tracks. I just didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure about their inclusion. Dennis, what about you? Rolling Stone was yeah one of the grimiest tracks on there. I thought Rolling Stone was probably the the most modern. And to go back to what you asked earlier, Jack, um, like like did did this make you feel some kind of like national pride? Absolutely, because like grime is huge right now. Grime is huge. It's worldwide, but UK hip hop, like mm. I find that it's it's not as represented. Whereas like there are some great UK hip hop artists out there. Kano, Dizzy Rascal, Ocean Wisdom, Dave. There's some, Dave, there's some great like UK hip, and this this is like, this is almost like golden age of hip hop sound. Like, I thought one of the most like uh, dominant sort of feelings I got from this was this sounded like golden age of hip hop. This sounded like Big Daddy Kane, like Wu Tang back in the days. Mm. Did, a, what you mean definite... in sound, or you or you mean as in like a, a cultural change? Or in sound, in, in... in sound, it didn't okay. sound very modern. I didn't get like um, like drill beats. It, it, it didn't. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, it, it sounded like this sounded like a like a, an album that was made fifteen years ago rather than today. Yeah, I, I think that's one of its uh, one of its strongest elements as well as that kind of that like throwback sound kind of um, it lends a lot of authenticity to it as a kind of like i saying like as something that's still uh developing or not as not as um i don't want to say respected but not as um as like prolific as uh she could have easily come out with something that's like 
you know trilly and and sounds like trap mm. beats and has like stuff like that and it would have given a, a much more modern sound and it would have immediately felt like it's at home in the space that it is right now but i think the choices that they've made with making it a more uh reminiscent sounding album will help give it longevity rather than it just being a 100%. flash in the pan of modern sound 100 and and um... And one one thing I think to acknowledge is like how versatile I think she is as an MC because you do have the variety of sounds. You have the kind of you know orchestral tracks, but you do have the synthy tracks, and and I feel like her kind of flow delivery switches up to meet each of them. Yeah, I think a good example of that is Misunderstood, because mm. Misunderstood is a track that's the, the the beat underneath is so different. Like it doesn't even have a snare. It's just um, it's just a, a kick and like hi-hat and that sort of to me it creates this sort of like tension it 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 feels like it needs to be resolved like you're constantly waiting for that that snare to come in on that on that downbeat but it just never comes you're 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 kind of describing my donder experience as well (laughs) that was in a negative way yeah except this isn't uh 24 tracks of that this is just the one but that that feeling lends itself to what she's talking about as well. Mm, she's talking mm. about being misunderstood. She's talking about that tension that comes from being misunderstood. And she's the, the lyrical content has, has you know, molded itself to the beat. But I, I think you. that works. Like, one of the reasons why that works so well is because her and Inflow have been working together for such a long time. It's mm. almost like a Killer Mike and LP type situation. Mm. No, 100%. And there's oh. lots of, um, I guess, just to jump off on that, there, there is lots of kind of uh, diverse topics explored on this album, just just because of you briefly touching on that, which I think is good. Like, you know, you got like the personal tracks, like I Love You, I Hate You, you know, talking about her relationship with her dad. But then there's other tracks, the kind of more stripped back ones where she's just like bragging, you know, talking her shit. Yeah, and the stuff, so- um, the stuff that kind of pulled me back in, uh, when I was just like listening casually just out and about rather than like proper note taking um, was something that I always come back to when we listen to rap, which is uh, having a story in your raps. Like it's fine. It's fine to have a track, which is, is saying how good you are, but tell me a story of how good you are. Mm. Tell me a story about a time that you were sick or like how you progressed from being not as good to how good you are now. Like, give me some development in your story. And that's something that yeah. she nails on a couple of tracks here. Uh, and obviously like from, from the title, it's a very like introvert, very yeah. inward looking album. And she's telling her stories. There was, there was, I, I wonder if you guys will remember the name of it. Cause I can't remember which one, but there was one where she was talking about, um, she got like stabbed and hospitalized. Yeah. And she was talking about like forgiving yeah. the person that did it and saying like, Oh, you know, I think, you know, it's not you, it's the, it's the, you know, you were born into like a, you know, unprivileged, you know, situation that led you to this point. And I was, was like, it, oh, how did so you deep. get here? I think so. I can't remember. I want, I want to say it's that. It was deep. I can't remember, but yeah, that was, that was like, because uh, like I said, I've, I've not followed her religiously, but I've listened to a lot of her music. That's a story I'd never heard of before. I assume it, it's, it's most people that, that are more into her than I am will have known about it but Mm. yeah that was like finding out about it from her and hearing her take on it and obviously like having such a grown up sounds like the wrong way to do it but like such a mature view of something that's such a like systemic problem and how it's a direct effect on her yeah was was just the perfect way to to 
to showcase that problem yeah 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 i've I've had so many like uh you know rap tracks previously where the the outcome of a similar situation you know if a rapper's been shot or whatever they're just like fuck you you know Mm. if i see you if i see you you know you're going to be dead and you know that shit can get hype but this is just like uh, you know a level of self-awareness and like you said maturity that that is rare within the genre yeah it's like jack said it's that like uh it's that like expression it's that letting you in it's like it's telling that story um it's saying something and so i think that it's like the wire you know <laughs> it's like I, it, it's like the wire. it's like okay here are all the crazy pieces here are all the people doing doing this you know fucked up shit now why how what got them here Over yeah. the wire the tv show yeah the show yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah like that like that song's like, like it's like i want the i want the you know everything has a reason for, for why it's happened let's explore the reason that that stuff i love is there anything else you guys are desperate to get into before we start looking at our top track choices I might throw a spanner in the works and just sort of go i think the only thing that lets this album down is it 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 calls it back a lot but it doesn't really innovate a lot what do you guys think like um you know, this doesn't sound like a very modern album. You know, like uh, at the same time, I've, I've, um, I was listening to this, I was listening to The Melodic Blue by Baby Kim. And that's so modern. You've got mm. trap, uh, you've got trap beats, you've got all kinds of like modern new flows. Whereas this is sort of grounded hip hop um, classic. You're like, there's nothing really that challenges your ears here because this is, you know, the, what it does, it does well, but you know it's it's it, it's not doing anything new what do you guys think like i think I... that there was like enough diversity that it didn't um affect me while i was listening to it but i also know that i'm more of a fan of this type of hip hop than i am of the modern like drill trap type hip hop mm-hmm. so it wouldn't have immediately jumped to my mind anyway because that's not something that i'm like i'm going searching for yeah, I mm. I get what you're saying, but I also disagree. I, like my thing was kind of like, oh, a- am I hearing any music that that's or hip hop that's doing this sound uh, right now? No, very rare. Obviously, I can call back to other other things that did it in the past. Like this album gave me a lot of like late registration vibes um, yeah, with, with, with the production. Um, but like I was like, is there much is there much music in this genre doing this? No, and 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 at the same time, you could you could ask that and say, oh, does it sound dated then? And I didn't think it sounded dated. So I thought it, it did really well by like drawing on lots of like older sounds, but still keeping it up to date. Even when it comes down to the things like there was a few tracks that seemed like sample based, but I think it was the 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 samples were like recorded for this album and then mixed in a way to make them sound like a old school sample. I think. Uh, you mean like some of the vocal samples? Like, yeah, like, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think of a, a track. Uh, Two Worlds Apart, I think. Uh, no, uh, he, I probably I Love You, I Hate You, because there was that, 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 it was the dude who's like, I love you, I hate mm. you. There was just that sample mm. that was chopped up. But I think, I think that was like uh, uh, recorded specifically for this album and then chopped up to have the sound of like a, you know, 70s sample, which I thought was really, uh. I, I might be talking bullshit on that, but I, I you know, just looking through the credits, uh, I, I, I think that was the case. I would have liked uh, some more. If if like if I was looking to make this like a perfect album, I I would probably side with Dennis and like 
mm. you could see you could go super high concept with it and have something that as a body of work progresses along with starting from this sort of like soul sample right. stuff into the more heavily produced orchestral stuff into the more modern stuff later on and you could like go that down that sick. path definitely and they're like oh i would like to see that but i didn't i didn't personally notice it missing when i was listening to it but now that yeah. you've highlighted it and i think mm. about it it is something that wasn't there yeah that's exactly my opinion like mm. that it's 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 a near perfect album and i'm literally just like splitting hairs to to like <laughs> like what what would it take to make this yeah. like perfect yeah yeah, the, the I, I get what you're saying as well. I, I guess the before we move on, the only thing I would say, and again, I'll be I'll be interested in your takes, is just kind of the 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 interludes. I like quite, I I like the fact that they tied everything together and they were interesting, but I don't know if they have much replayability. And some did mm. kind of wear on me upon re-listens, but I like that they were there for again holding up the album as an album and not yeah. just a series of tracks. The so, times that yeah. I listened to it as a whole body of work, I appreciated them. After a few listens, I was definitely yeah. skipping them in in my random like shuffle plays. Yeah, but I think that's cool. always the case with like spoken word interludes. Yeah. Yes. Unless yeah. like unless unless it's a like candid recorded moment of something hype happening or like some mm. argument or something, you know, where you might listen to it for the for the joke factor of it. If it's like yeah, something man. serious, you you'll always end up it's... being like, ah, oh, I just want to hear the tracks. Yeah, it's the equivalent to like an album littered with skits, you know, unless you're yeah. Good Kid, Mad City or Stankonia. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. only a few exceptions where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to every skit. Okay. Um, Dennis, then, what were your top three choices? Uh, my number one was Misunderstood, just because I loved the composition. Um, I loved how, like, as I said, how it felt like there was like a tension there and it sort of really matched like the subject matter i'm not sure if that was a conscious decision or not but the way it came out um i thought it was a standout on uh, on the album and the other tracks that i chose are tracks that I, were a little bit different as well so number two was point and kill which had the the sort mm. of afro beat type mm. beat yeah um and number three was uh, protect my energy which was sort of the the eighties sounding thing. I'm a yeah. huge yeah, sort yeah. of that eighties synth pop sound. Love it. Um, did you guys see her tiny desk that came out like a week or two ago? Tiny desk performance. Is that the the lonely desk one? I, I don't know if they called it that, but yeah. yeah, it was literally like a week or so ago. It's yeah, yeah. like sick, and it has um, it had uh, the dude from Point and Kill. They play they they play that song live, oh, and nice. it was really good, really good. Kind of how do you fucking say his name? Obongiaya? No idea. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> uh, so, so there's that. That was all three of yours, wasn't it, Dennis? Yeah, that's it. All right, Hadi. Uh, what were your choices? Uh, yeah, give me introvert. The opening track. Um, uh, just inc the incredible like grandness of the pro like the orchestral production. Uh, you know, I, I loved it. There were you know tempo changes, instrumental breaks. Um, it was just so epic and such like a great way to start the album. Um, my second was I love you, I hate you. Um, I really liked the kind of personal aspect of her, like you know talking to her dad on this track. Um, 
and again like the maturity of like kind of mixed feelings you know I, I guess the title kind of gives it away but it's kind of not like just one mentality it's like oh, I recognize all these good things and I recognize all these bad things and there's no like perfect answer to how I feel um, and then my favorite track uh, yeah this has to be track of the album Standing Ovation like this track just summarized for me everything that made this track uh, the album great um, like I said just just the, the the lush production tempo changes uh you know she was switching up her flows all the time uh it was intense man I, I that might be one of my like tracks of the year actually that track sounded like a victory lap to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh she, she fucking killed she fucking killed it yeah it, like when, when we do an end of year summary uh like thing the, that track's gonna be on my list somewhere fair enough fair enough um i've got a bit of a I don't know why I've put that one in my list. Um, a bit of a trying to type with my keyboard sideways as well. There you go. Uh, a bit of a mix. So protect my energy is on mine as well. That was one where like when I was listening to my album full listens, it slightly slipped through the cracks. But when I started doing my shuffle ones, and it came on, I was always ready for for it to start like yeah the the like funky 80 80s influence stuff really stood out amongst the rest of the more like hip-hop and classic golden age hip-hop sort of stuff they're doing there um introvert was, was that her singing do you know it's not I credited on the track anyway it doesn't have so. like a featuring but it i i can't hear it off the top of my head right now <laughs> so mm, i couldn't yeah. tell you there's no one awesome. there's no one credited um but yeah, I was, I, was, I was loving that. Introvert as well. Uh, yeah, all, for all the reasons that we've spoken about it before. Although I will say the orchestral stuff, by the, by the time I'd gone through the whole album multiple times, I was a bigger fan of the subtler orchestral things than I was of the like grand, huge stuff. I think that for Introvert, it worked really well, especially as the album opener. And that it goes from that orchestral stuff into a beat that uses elements of that i think that worked really well but as a theme that kept coming back i would have preferred a more like subtle approach to using that orchestration um but it wasn't a big problem by all. it was just mm. like a, a preference but after a few listens um and then woman as well yeah uh like i think it was nice to have a switch up in style again it was nice to have uh that had really nice orchestration in it it wasn't in your face but it was uh like consistent element of it um cleo soul killed the feature and it the the way the lyrics are delivered it was it was giving you these elements to focus on and telling you these stories using metaphors using all the like lyrical skill and then the flow matched with it perfectly as well so yeah that was that was a really like tour de force song for me um introvert what did you think of the um, tempo changes? Because it, it, it just, shit. yeah, yeah, I was there uh, yeah. for it. Yeah, like, like again, that that's like for me, that's the perfect example of like that production producer uh, rapper like locked in. And again, it comes back to what I'm saying: it's not a beat maker. They've they've crafted, you know, this work together. Yeah, I still don't think what, calling someone a beat maker is like talking down on it at all. No, no. no. It's, it's not and i love i love beat makers i'm just i'm just saying you know again it's like what you said Dennis, but like, like why, run, why run does that jewels. mean he's they, not a just... beat maker he's just made a beat with tempo switches in it no as in not like not just a beat maker 
but what's just a beat maker? Like to like to me, the concept of a beat maker is like, oh, uh, you know, you'll connect with a rapper, play him a bunch of beats, and then they'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one, and then they buy they buy the beat, and it's just a pre-made thing. Like a producer has a hand in like the crafting of the music, and and will work with the rapper or the artist, whoever, and then might adjust things to like fit them. Mm. That's that's my definition. So it's less like mass produced. It's less like an off the shelf part that you can yeah, just sl slot in. Exactly. It's it's a, it's like a bespoke product as opposed to yeah an off the shelf product that might be great, but it's a generic. That that yeah that would be my analogy. And and like I said, both have different you know like purposes and and work well. But I think it's it's the next level when you have a producer rapper combo and they've like they work together through the entire album creation process. Like, and to be honest, same thing. If you're a rapper and a producer, you know, like a Kanye, you've got the you've got the, you've got the perfect uh, uh, situation then, or like a big crit. At the same time, I think we are playing word games here. To be honest with you, it's definitely splitting hairs because uh, yeah, we can carry we can carry on off stream because we're getting getting sidetracked. Uh, so yeah, cool. Uh, time for scores. What have you guys given it? Let's go. Uh, what well, got uh, Dennis first? I'm gonna go uh, fire. Uh, it's not a mind blown. It is a perfect album, near perfect album. It is a near perfect album. Uh, I would have just liked a bit more innovation. I would have um, just liked for my general theme. But my general thoughts are that it, it could have uh, uh, pushed the envelope just a little bit more. And if it were, if it did, then it would be a perfect album, but it is a high fire for me. Okay. Okay. Uh Haddy. What are you saying? Man, the amount of the amount of generic shit that's out there, Dennis, and you're talking this rubbish. Um yeah, no, this 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 for me is is a mind blown. Um, what? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. There's just there's no on. way. Hang there's on. no hang way? There's no way. Listen, listen to me. Like mind blown, ain't it? Doesn't have to be perfect. This you know, blew, but this this, this blew your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, like I said, you know my thoughts on the production. Next level, okay. She's a versatile fucking top tier lyricist. You know, features killed it. I love the thematic elements. Um, I did. I didn't dislike a, a song. You know, I had my qualms with the interludes, but that's you know that's. Uh, you know, it's it, it's shit that you don't necessarily going to come back to for like a like a musical enjoyment. But all of the actual songs, I enjoyed. Uh, so yeah, she she didn't miss. Okay, all right. Um, I'm giving this a fire. I think it is a high fire, like Dennis says. But um, yeah, it's it's like Dennis is saying. It's uh very very good british hip-hop album but it doesn't go beyond being a very very good british hip-hop album and yeah. i don't think like what so you're saying so you're saying Brit <laughs> british have your a, faces. Ha like britain british music has a handicap where it can't go to the no? next level that's what you're kind of implicating no no no. no i think it's, no it's, i'm just yeah, saying it's a very very good album and that's the okay. genre that it's in Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. I, mis I misinterpreted that. Out of curiosity, would do you guys prefer grey area? Um, I think personally, I think so because wasn't grey area like all um, 
it, it was live instrumentation, I think. Which is like I thought yeah, it was different. Love some live instrumentation. <laughs> but that's different, I think I prefer right? this. Uh, well, in fact, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I've not listened to Grey Area in a while. This is I, all I live instrumentation, this. aside from yeah, the, the one or two uh, like you got some 808s tracks. dropping in on the protect. Where how can you get more? How, how can you get more live than fucking bare strings, dude? <laughs> All right, you got a point. Maybe I need to look into the actual album production a little bit more. Um, but if, to me, Grey Area sounded like, oh, we just got a band in, and the band just created the the instrument, the, the instrumental to go to go underneath. Whereas this sounds more like, yes, we got a band in, but then we got that all in uh, in 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 our music production software, and then we put other effects and all sorts on top of it. So this is. It's been fucked with a little bit more, whereas Grey Area to me sounds a little bit more, um, sort of more like that punk mm. stripped right. down sort of. I can I can understand that take because there's um there's Van Halen albums where like they've been overproduced, and that's definitely like there's nothing technically wrong with the music being played and it's like still enjoyable, but it's it's an edge to your listening. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. something I got, but I can see where I can see like where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm always a fan of, uh, of of just like a band going in and, and just recording, like recording it live uh, and just playing that rather than um, then fucking with it and then taking yeah. out bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, I like the layers, man. <laughs> I like shit to be like, you know, that faders all the way up. To be fair, I can, as much as you can do. There are a lot of layers in uh, throughout the album. To be honest, okay. so I can see why you like For it. For me, that gives the replayability in a lot of situations. I'll give you that. If you agree with what we've said, uh, let us know down below. If you're absolutely mental and you want this to go mind-blown as well, drop us a comment, because Hadi will love it. You, you said it's high if... fire. How can it be mental to just bump up like you know, half I'm a tier? Just, this, is, this is my turn to be stirring with my little wooden spoon. Stirring, <laughs> throwing out my fishing rod. Reeling you in. Um... If you liked what we're saying, like to review, give us a like, give us a subscribe to hear what we're doing next week. Um, I actually don't know what we're doing next week, but we're going to have a couple of uh, uh, videos coming up that are a bit of a twist on the topic uh, discussion type format that we were doing before. So watch out for them in the next few weeks. And other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. I need a house remix of it. I wrote only one note for that song, and it was fucking all OG. I will come over to your house and beat you up. I feel like Dennis is gonna throw some spanners in the works. People were triggered. What's wrong with you? Could I put this in? Mind blown?